I get a little emotional telling this story because it changed my life. And um, so if I choke up, please excuse me. But one more story I'll just tell by the day by day thing, because I, I had a really amazing life lesson with that, with the day by day thing a few years ago. So I, I was a just real estate broker. I, I, I just did a, a whole array of shit part time and par diem. I would work at a, I would do like social work at a group home for, for, um, underprivileged youth, incarcerated youth. So a lot of like, um, kids under 17 that are, were just arrested there. They're thugs. They're gang, they're gang members. They're gnarly kids. And like, I was a scrappy little gnarly kid growing up too. Never really gang stuff, but like, just like graffitiing dick, smoking weed, getting in trouble, you know, dumb stuff, getting in a fight, you know, just stupid stuff. So I kind of understood that scrappiness. So I did really well working there and I worked there on and off for years. One shift they had me working there, uh, doing like the, the four to 12. And whenever a new resident comes, you can almost guarantee that they're trying to, to it's like a jail. So they're trying to figure out their, their hierarchy there. And uh, what ended up happening was this little kid comes in, right? Half black, half white, super cute, uh, just like young, 13 years old. And like, you also have to look out for older, bigger kids trying to groom, rape. You know, it's like, it's a really intense environment. So this kid comes in, his name's Zamir. Big, blonde, dyed, bleached afro. You could tell he was coming in there. He's looking around. He's like just unentertained. And this is a group home with like 12 other boys criminal boys that are living there, some blood, some crips, some MS-13. So there's beef constantly. So this kid, Zamir, comes in and it's dinner time. Everybody's already eating dinner. So Zamir sits down with his luggage. He doesn't even unpack. He's not speaking to anybody. And so I immediately, I'm like, I gotta, I, let me keep an eye on this kid. Like he's, you know, I don't want him to freak out or whatever, blah, blah, Little, 113 pounds, nothing. Soaking wet, nothing. Little guy, little, little guy. Probably not even 100 pounds. So He's sitting there at the at the dinner table with his arms crossed like this, right? So this big Spanish kid named Kevin loved him, but like tough, gang, like thug motherfucker. Like, you know, 17, scary, like so scary. So they're sitting down at the table and I make Zamira a plate. I give him some chicken, you know, whatever it's on the plate. He's sitting there with his arms crossed, not eating, rolling his eyes, sizing everybody up. People are directly talking to him and he's ignoring them because he, he doesn't want to be there. You know, it sucks. So Kevin goes to take a piece of chicken off of his plate because that's big dog. This is my house. I'm still hungry. I, I'm going to take your food. You're my little bitch. So Kevin goes to take the chicken off of his plate. Zamir, while his arms were crossed like this, had a fork. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm showing Jeff. <laughs> you can see it. Had a fork right fucking here. And he goes and stabs Kevin's hand on the fucking table and just laid it down the law for that entire house. I was there for 15 minutes. Don't fuck with me. So I immediately, I'm like, oh fuck, like this kid is gonna be a problem the entire time. So what I do with the problem kids is I try to buddy up with them. I try to, okay, like let me, I'm bad too. Like we can be bad together, but we can also be good in front of people. Like, so I have a very different structure that they give to teach the kids because I wanna be relatable. I want them to really listen to me. So a couple weeks go by. Zamir is horrible. Even to me at times, he was really bad. But you'd ask, hey, Zamir, can you can you sweep that real quick? Because they have chores. Suck my dick. Your mom's a hoe. I'd be like, oh, all right, I'll go do that. You know, like just totally horrible. He actually became kind of like the big dog of the house too because his bar, he, like people knew he was, kid was brilliant, super smart. And I would go, this kid is like a high function, like is this kid is 
like the the intelligence is insane. Like it's just unfortunate his circumstance because he'll never probably reach that goal of being able to really. He'll use that for evil. He'll use that to run a drug ring. He'll use that to manipulate people. He won't use that to be a fucking professor or somebody like he won't. The kid was brilliant, was fucking brilliant. And I love that. I love that. I love that scrappy story of the of the genius that didn't get, that just had a fucking horrible upbringing, but they're so scrappy and they're so smart that they can just navigate any path that they want in their life. And I, because I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I understand that. So I loved Zamir. I didn't care. You could tell me anything bad, right? So weeks, weeks go by. We have a red flag meeting, which basically means that that one resident is being really, really bad, that they, that they, they're going to get transferred to like a, uh, an actual like juvenile facility. Like where I was working it was more of like a second chance facility, no restraints, no, uh, you, if there's no locks on the doors, if they leave, then they just get in trouble with the court, not our problem. So then Time goes on. We have the the red flag meeting and they're like, we're going to have to move Zamir. And I was thinking, you're not allowed to tell the residents, but I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like, I love that kid. So much potential. He's just, he's 13. He's crazy. He's a little guy. He's just trying to figure his shit out. So one night, 1 a.m., I'm there. I wake Zamir up and I go, hey, come into the office with me really quick. And he comes in and he's pissed that I woke him up. And like, he's being kind of rude to me. And I'm like, listen, I get your whole thing. Like, I really like you, but I'm going to tell you right now. They're planning on sending you upstate. They're planning on sending you to, to a juvenile facility. And like, you're a cute kid. Your farts probably aren't going to make noise anymore when you go up there. I'm just letting you know, like, it's rough. These facilities are rough. And like, I want you to know, like, I really like you. Like, I think they're so, like, you are, you are really, you're smart. You're smart, but you just, you just got to ring it in. Just fake it till you make it, dude. Just fake it till you make it. I'm trying to give him all this advice. Yeah, hey, fuck it, whatever. I'm destined to be a thug. I'm destined to, you know, thug shit, gang shit, blah, 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 all this stuff. I'm like, no, dude. Like, so... I get a little emotional telling this story because it changed my life. And um, so if I choke up, please excuse me. But so Zamir, uh, I see the lip, his lips start to quiver. And like, I have to hold it together because I got to be, I got to be more gangster than these guys. So they respect me. So I, I, I got to hold it together. So his lip starts quivering and I, I hear him starting to say like, I already fucked up. Like, it's too late for me. Like, I don't, my dad's gone. My mom's only 23. He's 13. Do the fucking math. What a crazy shit. He's got three or four siblings. He's the oldest. He lives in a ghetto on Long Island where we're from. And he was just like, that's it. This is it for me. This is my life. This is it. So it's fine if I'm here. I don't care. Here, upstate, I'm going to be in this system my entire life. And he would say, I, and... 13 years old saying like that realization, it's like, dude, that might be true. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting the waterfall to the, the, the butt plug and all the shit to come out after. I wasn't expecting that. So I was like, fuck dude. Like, um, I had no advice to give him. So the only advice that I gave him was like the typical AA advice was like, I was like, Hey, you just got to take it day by day. I guess that was it. Right. That was it. That was it. All you got to do, I don't know. I wish I had the answers for you, Zamir. But I think like just kind of take it day by day. And he's like, I don't know. I'm here for two years. That sucks. I don't want to be here for two years sucking everybody's whatever. This sucks. Like the staff, this, that. Like I hate it. I hate it. He he was always just like, he was just so caught up in the moment that I would say, dude, day by day, day by day. So that's the advice that I gave him. And he was, ah, whatever, go fuck yourself, blah, blah, blah. He was still mean to me. And I was like, dude, that's okay. That's all I could give you. That's all I know. So about three weeks go by 
And I hadn't worked there. I hadn't been there. I'd been selling real estate. Like I said, part the end, they call me to fill in a shift. So they call me to fill in a shift about three, maybe a month later, maybe it was, it was some time had passed. And I get out of my car coming onto the shift. It was a, it was a four to 12 again. And it was a Sunday. And often on Sundays, they have the staff versus resident basketball games on the court. And Zamir, like I said, little guy. And a lot of those guys are fucking thugs. And they're huge, six foot, 200 pounds, fucking ballers, bro. Like sick at basketball, like fucking, like I wouldn't, fuck that dude. Like I'm not, not, (laughs) no way, I'm not getting in there. Like I'm five, six, like no, 170 pounds. Like I sink, dude. Like I'm not, so, um, so Zamir, Whenever they play basketball, he's he was kind of cute. You know, he's on the sideline dribbling the ball because he knows he's too little to play with them. And, like, you know, he's just trying to watch the game and shit. He's talking shit from the sideline to people, you know. And uh, I it was right when I was getting out of my car. And I, I one of the main staffs there, the AOD, the administrator on duty, he was dribbling the ball down the court when they were running it back. And he passed Zamir. And I heard him say to Zamir, he goes... Zamir, I got to tell you, I got to give you praise. I'm going to write you a praise. That's something that we do is like when they do good, like we send an email out and like we'll take them out to lunch or something. The McDonald's, you know, there's a big deal for them. 20 bucks makes their fucking week, whatever. Um, he says to him, he goes, wow, Zamir, you've, these last, this last month you've been doing really great. You've staged up. You're getting your points. You're not even cursing as much. Like I, I'm going to give you a praise. And he said to him, he was like, day by day. Is what he said to him. And I was like, fuck, dude, are you kidding me? Like that, I I had to go into the bathroom. I had to get out of my car, go into the bathroom. And, and I was like crying a little bit because I couldn't let them see me cry. And so I'm like, look at that, dude. That's all I had to give that kid was that day by day advice. And it's such powerful fucking advice. It is so powerful, that advice, taking it day by day. And what? so you have to do room checks when you, when you come on shift. So I go into Zamir's room doing a room check every day on his calendar for the next two years, day by day is written on that calendar. He ended up graduating that program, going back to high school and graduating high school. And we still keep up with each other to this day. And I, I just always think sometimes that advice, that day by day advice is so monumental. Rome was not built in a day. We are not built in a day. No business is built in a day. It takes time. It takes effort. And it takes constant awareness of your surroundings and who you are and what you are and what you're trying to do in order to be successful. Samir went on to go. I know a lot of you guys are like, well, you know, what's a big deal? High school. For those kids, that's everything. They don't even go to school. They stop going to school at like 13 years old and then they, they don't get education. They don't even know how to do simple math. They don't, they don't, they, it's, 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 it's an issue, you know, it's a, it's a big issue. And like, I'm very passionate about social work and, and, uh, youth and, and working with them. And like, cause I get it. I was there. I get it. I get it. And, uh, just that little bit of advice changed that kid's life day by day. And it's so powerful to live day by day. And, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll relate it back to when I was just feeling pressure. Um, I think the reason I was feeling pressure is because I, I was trying to look at 2022 as a whole. I'm trying to, I'm trying to plug and place and plug and place. And this is better here. And this is better there. And this is, I just got to, what am I doing today? What am I doing right now? After we get off, I'm probably going to 
draw some skull kids. I'm probably going to write, write some more stuff up just for the, for the future of the brand. You know, I'm probably going to come up with 10 more dumb ideas that are never going to come to fruition with you. And it's just, it's taking it day by day. And that story is such a powerful, uh, like fable in my mind that like, I always, I always try to, you know, just even in the last two years, how much I've just grown. Just, I, I just, you know, you just work on yourself day by day. Cause I used to, I used to handle things very toxically. I used to not, I used to not be the best version of myself. And I got to a point where I was like, dude, that's me doing that. Like I have to, and it's not like tomorrow I'm going to be fixed. It's just, I have to make little changes, taking that first step and, 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 and go and continuing with the steps day by day. And it's like, you never hit the top of the staircase. It's just day by day. Zamir to this day, he's, I, I bet you he's still taking that advice. And like, that was like, it's nothing you have to find in some ancient textbook in the middle of it on page 1,553. You know, it's like, that's just really, there's something sweet about simplicity sometimes and, and, and just being simple and, and just, and just making a goal and, and, and executing day by day. 